0: Ask the Podcast Coach for the very last day of 2016.
1: Let's get ready to podcast.
0: As we wind the truck around the bend to slowly see 2016 get in the rearview mirror, welcome to Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered absolutely live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com, and joining me right over there. From the lovely metropolis of uh, Nebraska, the one and only Jim Collison from the Average Guy TV. Jim, how's it going, buddy?
1: Greetings, happy Saturday morning to you, Dave. Omaha, Nebraska. Actually, Bellevue is where I live in the, the suburb. But always great to be back on Ask the Podcast Coach here on Saturday morning. And the last Happy New Year to you, Saturday morning of 2016.
0: Is there? I guess it's tomorrow where they have the parade, right? There's always a New Year's parade and yeah. the rockets. We drag the rockouts out one more time and. That whole line. You know what? We we talked about last week about how you always should do the best thing in the first five minutes. I am going to completely throw that out the window. Oh, nice! Since we're talking about the rockets, why not for two seconds? Did you know that? What you know when they do their kick thing? I always thought they were holding each other, and I learned this on Jimmy Kimmel. They are not; they're not touching, which makes that whole thing
1: hover. They just hover, I guess. Remember yeah. when that was a big deal? <laughs> yeah, nobody does it yeah. anymore.
0: I, I was like, "Wow, they still make the Rockettes? Like, there's what are they? Who are they? Who are they to? You know, like what what's going on at Radio City Music Hall? Like, what are they doing uh, in March? You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, so let's let's talk a little podcast predictions. Yeah. While we're doing that, um, how many do you got? You got a handful. You-
1: well, yeah, I've got a few, but let me uh, let me start with what I teased with last week. Yes, and, uh, and let's talk a little bit about Facebook Live because I, I mentioned last week. I thought Facebook Live is actually bad for podcasters. I, I I don't think, and you know, everybody was like, "Oh no, you know, I'm just I'm just getting into Facebook Live." As podcasters, I don't think we should abandon it or not do it. I mean, I think Facebook Live is a very very powerful platform. But what I'm noticing, what I'm hearing is because it's everybody now doing it, I mean, I have friends and neighbors and relatives and people I never, ever thought in a million years would go live on Facebook. They're going live on Facebook. And I think there's a little bit of fatigue or there's going to be a little bit of fatigue on live, just seeing stuff live. And people will start ignoring those live messages we get in Facebook, the power of it. They'll start ignoring them because there's just so much bad content or so much, you know, yeah, let's just call it bad content. My
0: my word is noise. That, yeah. That's right. one of my predictions is there's going to be more noise than ever.
1: Yeah. And so I think we're hoping to get, you know, what could be a real lift to podcasting if we were putting really good content out there in that space going live on Facebook I think in 2017 will be largely ignored by most people. And it won't be the lift or it won't be the advantage. I think it could be. Now, there's just no way around that. You can't give freedom to the masses and then only expect great stuff. You're going to get terrible. Like when uh, YouTube Live first came out, everybody was there and it was awful. Blab. Everybody was there and it was awful, right? Uh, Fire Talk has surprisingly not gotten that same rap. I think it's just because everybody's maybe moved on or they're paid And let say it's not
0: free. That's it. If you want to do anything, it's not free. And that's where that whole nine yards. Uh, So
1: I think I think this Facebook Live, while it has huge potential, I think as podcasters, we're going to have to outlive that negative that that in a good good take a good year for it to kind of die down. But I just think it's not going to be as good of a lift as everybody is anticipating uh, initially and then it'll get better as it goes on but uh, i do see a lot of negative i'm going to predict a lot of negative backlash for facebook live in 2017 just as people are like i can't because again everybody's creating a live stream and you know it's like oh yikes yeah so
0: emily Emily had a great uh, she said, I, I already started ignoring them. I can't stand getting a notification that because someone I knew back in middle school and I never talked to is going live. It's like, hey, guess what? You know, Jim McGinty is live, and you're like, okay, and it, that's exactly it. Then they're it's live from their car while they're waiting for the kid to show up or something like that. Um, I, I, here's one of my predictions, and I, I thought about this a little bit. I think. When you start checking your stats by the end of the year, it's not, I I think right now, that's what I was trying to figure out. But I think we're going to see the Appleverse. I think I just made up a word, go less than 50% of consumption. And the reason for that, unless they fix it right now, Apple search, love you Apple, God bless Steve Jobs, is horrible. I mean, I, I had a couple people this week. Uh, I was working with on Libsyn. And what here's the really weird part is they say, hey, when you search for the name of my show, the exact name of my show, it doesn't show up. And so I went in and it was kind of weird. And I finally found it in iTunes. And they said, oh, Dave, I'm sorry. I'm, I should have been more specific in the podcast app. So I go to the podcast app, put in the exact name of their show. And it's like, Mm-mm, sorry. So then I, I had to search by their name and it came up. And my answer is, well, this is why you don't tell people to search for you on iTunes. You've got to give people a direct link to your show because saying, find me in iTunes, find me in the podcast app, it ain't going to happen. It's horrible. And so I think unless they do something and I it, I don't see them. Yeah, searching iTunes is not bad. It's horrible. And I hate to, see, I hate to say that because I don't want to bite the hands that feeds, but unless they fix something... You know, that's why Google is Google. Google, when it first came out, was a better search engine. You could type in stuff and find what you were looking for. And if it's not going to be helpful, and, and that's where you have to kind of ask the question, well, how many people are searching for podcasts in iTunes? But um, it's I just see where if they don't fix things, like I just saw Jessica Rhodes. I haven't been paying attention, but I've heard... Um, I've heard rumors of this, and I, apparently she's been watching it. She says, and you know how I feel about uh, new and noteworthy, um, but it's uh, it. She says it hasn't changed at all; like it's stuck for the last five weeks. So she's like, if you thought you know new and noteworthy was uh, nothing before, it it really seems to be you know nothing now. Because basically, when I hear that phrase, stab yourself in the face and die, is kind of how I feel about that. Um, so I
1: am um, to to get around you know this search thing i just created a site you know my show is called home gadget geeks and so i bought homegadgetgeeks.com and i just point that to the to a page that has all the you know iphone android whatever right it's got all the search stuff you can find it so i've tried to kind of combat that like people are like how do i find your show well just head out to homegadgetgeeks.com it's on a network at theaverageguy.tv so that's a that's a weird one uh, initially i always say well you can go to theaverageguy.tv and then you get that weird look, like, okay, so how does that? It's a geek show. How is that the average guy thing? So buying, uh, you know, buying the domain HomeGadgetGeeks.com kind of helped me overcome. Am I skipping? Is my audio skipping for you, Dave? No, you
0: you occasionally okay. your video gets a little. Yeah, that's weird.
1: I gave the PC priority. Maybe I'm just having some. Maybe there's some upload stuff going on here. So, I I think that's one of those ways. I agree with you. I think it's only uh, the noise. Is only going to get more. Although, for, here's an, here's another prediction for me for 2017. I think that the big guys get bigger, and I think there's less pod. This is the first year, 2017. This is the first year that those dropping out is more than those coming in. I think we're going to see mm. more of the big guys and less of the little guys. Um, th- it's just there's there's so much fatigue. Right I think the rich the
0: are going to get rich and the poor are going to get poor. I think yeah, I, I, right. I don't know how to say that, but I, I think they're, you're going to see more of a rift. I think you're going to see a lot of independent podcasters, um, and I hate the, I really hate the phrase procaster. But I, I think the the people that are coming from radio and the people that haven't been on radio, you're going to see more of them. There's going to be a little bit of a, and it's understandable, but it's basically they're going to continue to get all the press because they have friends and relationships in the press. And so consequently, the bigger shows get more promotion that they don't need because they're already got an audience, and the little guy's going to be really scrapping for that. Uh, yeah,
1: but I, I, I think we see, I think this year we did, I think we see a mass exodus of pod faders, where it just, a whole bunch of people started podcasting 15 and 16, and this is, this is a, t- this is tough business. I mean, it's hard to sustain it for a year or two and keep it going. And I know we've got a bunch of, of all the folks that listen to us. They're probably starting additional, <laughs> they're not dropping them. They're probably starting new ones, yeah. but I just, Dave, hey, there's so many, I think the bubble, I mean, I think we're going to see a financial bubble end in 2017 I also think we're going to see, I think we're on a podcast bubble at the moment. And I just think that's going to burst Yes, and we'll see it. Deflate. That's
0: one of my predictions. You ready for this? Podca- podcasting is dead. I expect to see a podcasting is dead, and it's going to be from all these people jumping in, and and that's to to go back to my my previous point. The person that was couldn't find their show. It was something I wish I could remember, but it was something like smart business online on fire. It was something that there were like there were tons of of it was like a, you know you know what I mean. There are those names that, like everybody's name is like online business blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's half the reason you're playing in a really crowded pool and it's hard to come up with a name. I said, that's why you can't rely on search. But I also think I'll be interested to see the people that started the Underpants on Fire show in 2015. Like if, they're, if they are still there, they've done it two years now and I'm expecting to see some people go, you know, I started a podcast. I'm not getting any downloads. And I think part of that is going to be based on the bigger show is getting the promotion. The little guys having to carve out their own. We might at the end of the show talk about what do we want to see happen. Um, but I, I think that's. I think we're going to get a podcasting doesn't work. I think we're going to see some people do that. Say that at least. It has. It's been a while. We're due for that. That's really why I put that one down. I'm like, it's been a couple years since. I don't know if they're going to say podcasting is dead because that's really stupid at this point to say that. But I think we're going to have people saying it doesn't work because we're already having people yeah. kind of backfire on the RSS thing and blah blah blah. Um,
1: well, it not working is certainly uh, applicable to to it's the, the the big the big boys the the, the average guy out there, kind of looks at this and sees us all swimming in this you know this very very crowded space and kind of says what are you guys doing like w- w- what are you doing in there what what is happening and in you know is anybody making any money. And, you know, the majority, maybe there's only 1% that's really making any money in this space. And a lot of people see that as craziness. I mean, they're just like, w- what? Why are you what? You know what? So um, I, I think discouragement is just one of those, those going to be one of those bud, buzzwords where a lot of people just disappear. The interesting thing about pod fading is it's not a noisy thing that happens. It's right. just, <laughs> it kind of, whoop, you know, you just kind of stop your favorite podcast just kind of stops.
0: Yeah. To answer Alfredo in the uh, chat room, we're not saying podcasting is dying. We're going to say people have jumped into it with expectations that may not have been realistic. And are now going to say this thing stinks because I've been podcasting for nine shows. I made it past seven. I'm on nine and I, nobody's buying my stuff. (laughs) So uh,
1: that'll be it. Uh, and Dave, the only reason I say that is just follow the trends in Facebook. So if you go to any of the Facebook groups and you start following the trends, I'm starting to see more and more people who are coming in with questions that it's a it's obvious they have not thought through all the implications of everything they need to do to to do it. They need to do in podcasting, and and I'm hearing that way more often than I've ever heard. And when you have somebody who comes in and doesn't quite count the costs or consider how hard this is or what you're going to do or some of those kinds of things, the discouragement level just is – they're that much closer to it. And I just think we have more people who didn't really know like, oh, uh, this is actually a commitment. Oh, this takes time. Oh, this is really hard. Um, and I, I think 17 will be the year they say, hmm, you know what? I, this was cool for seven episodes, but <laughs>
0: I'm <laughs> out of what are your thoughts on SoundCloud 2017?
1: Yeah, I think seventeen is a year we also end with less media providers than we started with. So I think this is the year we lose like a SoundCloud or some of those. We've had a lot of media providers pop up. I think of like podcast.com and some of those. They popped up fourteen, fifteen. I think this is the year, I think spring or summer, we're going to see a correction in the tech market. And the money that was once there will not be there anymore. And I think by the fall, we'll see less of them. Those close up shop. It won't. At the end of the day, people have to pay the bills.
0: Yeah, it's money just won't be there. Because Stephen thought there'd be one other big player. He thought a new big player was going to come into the podcast media hosting company. I'm like, I don't know because there's so many. They, they would it would take somebody with big pockets to come in and squeeze into like the top four. Well,
1: and they'd have to be very, very different. Like what they have yeah. to bring something extremely new to be able to make that different. Yeah. And I, it, it's possible. I I don't think so. Yeah. I, mean, I, see, I,
0: I don't think SoundCloud is going to go away. Kind of like we mentioned last week. I think it's just too big to go away. Now that doesn't. I mean, we've seen things like MP3 dot com. You know, fifteen years ago, do that. And I thought, well, who would buy them? Because obviously, Spotify is not going to buy them. Twitter is not going to buy them. There's a couple of people have sniffed them, and I thought, who would want to buy them? Maybe. And I thought, I, I so I put record companies are going to buy Spotify and ruin it. Is, is my
1: prediction. So I don't know, but um, I think record companies? I I don't know if that if they're in the if they're in the business of doing that anymore.
0: Well, that's, I mean, my other thought was, yeah, own. I'm going to say because do, do record companies have any money to buy it? But I I don't know.
1: Because I put, media.
0: yeah. And then the other thing I put was, I don't, I'm, I'm going to reverse engineer this. I'm going to try reverse psychology. Feedburner will be here in 2018. And I'm saying that because for the last two years, I've said it's probably going to shut down. So this year, I'm hoping, I'm, I want to be wrong on this one. Feedburner will be around in 2018, which I really, really hope means somebody will finally shut it down because it's doing really, and I, I need to be specific here. Feedburner Smartcast causes issues with your feed. So they either need to fix that puppy or shut her down. So I'm hoping they fix SmartCast. They haven't updated FeedBurner in so long. but um,
1: Hey, um, let me ask you this question, Dave. What other companies that can you think of that have, have emerged in the last five years that do really good with on-demand media? This is an easy question, by the way. This isn't hard. You just have to think outside oh, the box Netflix. for a second. Boom. Netflix, Amazon, HBO. Who who really those are? Who really knows how to do on-demand content better than anybody else? And could you see an HBO audio? You know what I'm saying? Could you see a Netflix audio? Mm-hmm. audio. Those guys—they have all the equipment. They know how to. Yeah, I mean, Apple's trying that,
0: right? Yeah. Apple's trying that. They they basically have Apple Music as a a Netflix. Amazon has that, right? Amazon has Amazon Music Unlimited now.
1: They do, which has been sketchy. I mean, I think, but who has the money, right? Right now, Amazon has the money. So yeah. if you're thinking about somebody buying Spotify, I don't think old companies will buy them. I think the new companies will buy them. If we're going to think about who's going to pick up the pieces of SoundCloud, it's not the old companies. I think it'll be the new companies. And I think you could see a Netflix or a, you know, the, these, especially an Amazon, come along and pick up the pieces. Now, there's not a lot to buy at SoundCloud, to be honest with you, they don't own anything.
0: I don't even know. I know they have a package over there, but I'm not sure what you get with the package that you don't get for free. It's, it's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just think those companies know how to do on demand, right? This yeah. is what they're on. Their on demand video. They've figured out how to make this work. And, and I think some of these uh, podcasts that are getting really good from a production standpoint are many, they could be play in that same space as movies do. And especially from a delivery standpoint. So, I, again, not a prediction, not my prediction for 2017. I don't think we'll see that. But I, I, I see media companies snatching, starting to jump in here, these video media companies yeah. starting to jump in and maybe snatch up some of these audio resources.
0: All right. This one is not very What is scientific? Uh, my prediction for listeners in the, um, the uh, infinite dial thing for um, Edison Research when it comes out in the spring uh, is going to be 40%. From, up from 36. now if you if I followed my trend line it would be 39 percent which isn't really that scientific because if I look at my Excel spreadsheet it's been 30 33 36 so if we keep going the same we've been going another three percent would be 39 percent in 2017 so I said eh, I think it's bigger than that so I, I said 40 um, but uh, yeah and then yeah, I did
1: I like that I li- I'd agree that's a good prediction
0: and then I, I did a five-year trend line. And that would be. I mean, five years we'd be up to about forty-eight percent of people had listened to a
1: podcast, um, which is kind of interesting. If we That's just... assuming we don't have a an event of some kind that that pushes it right. farther faster. Yeah. Um, I think getting getting a better distribution channel, getting more visibility around it, getting some of these bigger players to promote it. I think. I think some. You know, the the problem is the big promotion. You know, Hollywood when we think of it and. Uh, the record companies before this held all the, you know, held the gates to who could be promoted and who wouldn't be promoted, right? And so there were plenty. There's always been indie music people from from day right. one, but but the record companies held that gate. I think as we go into 2017, I think that I've said this before. The bigger, we said, bigger gets bigger and smaller gets smaller. The gates are going to get as far as who gets promoted, because that's at the end of the day. We can say word of mouth on a lot of things, but (laughs) promotion and money sure buy you a lot. And you still have to have great content for that to go forward. You can produce crap and promote it, and it's still crap, and it still won't go anywhere. But the combination of great content and money to promote it, and things will take off. We're going to need some of that to happen. And I actually think we'll have another, 2017, we'll have a breakout moment in this. There'll be something that will hit and take it to the next um, take it to the next level. You know, it wasn't too many years ago. Having a million views on YouTube was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember when some artists hit a million and it was like, oh, this is the first to a million or whatever, and this kind of thing. Now you can cut a tree down and it'll get a million views. <laughs> right, on YouTube. Um, I, I think the same thing with podcasting. In other words, I think we're going to see a few more hit uh, this year. They've been kind of waiting. I mean, we had we had startup, and we've got some other guys. It's going to take a few bigger players to jump into the space and really hit it. But I, I think we're ready, and I think twenty seventeen is that year we get another big lift uh, from a from a breakout podcast.
0: So that's your that's your prediction. We're going to get a big breakout.
1: We'll have one. I think we'll have a breakout podcast. Okay, yeah, I do.
0: I thought about that because we didn't really. I mean, because serial was two thousand
1: fifteen. I think so. Yeah. 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 So now sixteen, really nothing in sixteen from from that standpoint. You know what though? I mean, rising tides float all boats, right? right? So I think it raised us all, which was good. Yeah. Uh, and so we we need one more, and I think we'll get one more this year. I
0: think we're going to see more walled gardens, and what I mean by this is like Audible has their uh, channels, and now we have um, mid roll who bought Stitcher and I think you're going to see Howl and the Stitcher app kind of combine and I think we're going to start seeing more people, again, kind of following the Netflix and the Amazon way of if we have really good content, if we have a knockout show, then people will put out the $10 a month to get that one show and then they'll also consume our other content. I I think we're going to see and my other prediction on that is it's not going to work. I don't think I don't know you'd have to have a really because uh, there's so much content for free I will think it'll be interesting to see but I, I'm already seeing I mean we've already seen Audible and now Stitcher and I can see more people well even in a way Spreaker just rolled out features their channels but for those to work you have to be listening on Spreaker or on the Spreaker app so it's more like here's new features here's new content but you've got to consume it over here um same thing with Stats. Um Sound, Omni Studio. We can show you how long people have listened to, but you've got to use our stuff. So there's going to be a lot of this, like, you have to use, instead of this, you know, kind of just listen to it anywhere, whatever you want, we're going to get more of, oh, yeah, you have to listen to it, watch it, view it a certain way. I think we're going to see more of that, and I also don't think that's going to work.
1: Um, yeah, but don't you think, I think, I think in 2017 we have a chance for one company to get ad insertion right. Ah, there you go. Are you looking at my page? No. (laughs) Oh, okay. I podcast with you every weekend. (laughs) Yeah,
0: uh, I have that. um, Someone is going to come up and with ad insertion platform to challenge Libsyn Pro. Because for the record, ad insertion has been around since 2005-ish, if not four. Libsyn has it. It's called Libsyn Pro. It's a completely different. Monetary. Instead of like you pay your twelve bucks and you get unlimited downloads, this there is a, a fee per month, and, and if you want that fee, you got to talk to Rob, and then you pay per download. But you can stitch in your own ad. So if I'm a comedian, I could have this and say, "Hey, I'm gonna be at Poughkeepsie at you know the Laugh Factory," and then when that show is over, I can say, "I'm gonna be at you know Snickers in you know Idaho," and put that in and have it update my entire back catalog. So that's not something new. So if somebody says, "Hey, we've come up," that's not—it's just not meant for the Joe average podcaster guy. And I think somebody's going to come out with that for the Joe average podcaster guy. It's not going to be cheap. It's not going to be ten dollars or twenty dollars. I expect it being, but I could see somebody going like fifty bucks a month or something. Like it's going to be expensive, but it's going to make people go, "Hmm." Where right now the the it's it's hundreds of dollars, I believe. For the Libsyn Pro, and that most people are like, I can't do that, you know. But the people that are using that, and there are, um, are usually again the bigger names that have come from radio or it's a network or things like that. Um, so, also, I didn't. So, you guys, Mike says Blueberry Pro has been around. Now, I know uh, Blueberry has the ability to have protected, you can have um, what's the word here if you want things like behind a, a firewall, um, they have that. I just don't know that. Uh, I, and I've heard oh paywall yeah and I've heard and the reason why this doesn't exist is I've heard Todd on the new media show explain how expensive this is when you when you add insert an entire back catalog that's a lot of processing power it's a lot of you know it's there's a lot to it and that's why it, it hasn't happened yet but i I just think somebody's going to come up with a way um, Steve Stewart um, I, I got to go back through my email there's actually a company that does it right now and it actually works with Lipson. i believe it's it's this weird they do the ad stitching on their platform and then kind of ftp your your file back to your actual host or something of that nature so i need to go back and smell it. and that's when i went hmm this is this is real close to being here but he he turned me on to a, a company so i think we're going to see that somewhere that that ad insertion is going to come in um yeah so
1: yeah it has to like that's the that's the natural evolution. And if it's expensive, but it makes financial sense. And this is an area where podcasters traditionally don't do very well, where we cut off our nose to spite our face. Right. We are like, uh, well, we nickel and dime ourselves to death. We, we we don't invest in things that can help us. And then we wonder why we're not successful. Right. We don't buy into services to make so to make money to spend money oftentimes yeah. right you can't it, it, it doesn't magically appear for most people um uh, most of the successful podcasters that are out there have spent significant amount to promote themselves and to you know do things that to increase their infrastructure and to not make it look janky and to have everything they need when they need it right and most of us i think or most of the community i see they just don't want to spend you know we see this again on the facebook communities hey, I want this great microphone. I want it to sound great. I want this. My budget's 100 bucks, And you're like, yikes. Okay, well, I mean, you can do it. You know, you can do it, but you're going if to, you, if you're thinking about doing this on a more regular basis, trying to, you know, you got to, you got to, guys, you got to release a little bit more money than that. Again, the folks that listen to this have all done that. These, you know, we we probably have done it the other way where we probably spent too, too much money, money yeah. on those kinds of things. But, I see that all the time, too, those those folks coming in. And so um, I think it's an it's a awesome opportunity to say, I think, for podcasters, you know, think about, and it's an expensive hobby, budget some money aside, may build that up month over month so you've got some money available and you can purchase those things um, that you need. Dave, do you think we'll see in 2017, do you think we'll see a new microphone? Like, wh- how long have Ooh. we had 2100s and 2005s and high LPR 40s and RE 320s, and you know, uh, SM, uh, S, what I always forget the name. I always want to say SM58 is the microphone. Yeah. But what's sure, sure's version of S7B? I,
0: I have that down as more tools for podcasters. Um, I, I, and again, this is not really a prediction, Is things I'm seeing already that I go, you know, probably like podcasters toolbox, uh, podcast funnel. Um, from Harry Duran from uh, Podcast Junkies. I think we're going to see more of those things that automate the promotion part of it. But I could see, it'll be interesting to see, that'd be great. I'd like to see more microphones, kind of, just so we can, you know, have 57 Facebook
1: groups go crazy on it. Uh, Have more things to have shootouts on, you know. (laughs) Microphones.
0: This will be, HP. yeah, it's the PR40 versus the 2100 versus the 58 versus the, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. You would think because there's yeah, and the snowball. You have to have the snowball and the yeti. Uh, how
1: how does that? Okay, I used to get that because uh, in the early days, yeti, uh, you know, uh, put so much emphasis into the right spaces from a marketing standpoint. But they really haven't marketed that mic in a long time. How is it they still get? That seems to be oh. that for people who don't know anything about microphones, that seems to be the one they all default to. Yeah. And it's a good mic. Don't get me wrong, but that seems to be the one like if i'm gonna go if i know nothing about microphones and i'm gonna go buy one and maybe it's because it's in best buy right maybe it's because Mm -hmm. you can find them locally maybe it's because you can find them at guitar center right that's those are the those are the mics and the price point is right but i can't i gotta can't figure out why they are the ones that get bought by default
0: lazy uh very lazy reporting people just google it it, it's like, why is FeedBurner still being used? Because people Google how to start a podcast. They find an article from 2007 and they go, oh, cool. Here's how you do it. And so they Google best microphone for podcasting. They see a blue Yeti mention from 2009 and they go, OK, here it is. Um, yeah. Daniel says every time there's a feature on Lifehacker, they, they do the Yeti. So,
1: it, and I just I just interviewed somebody that came on it on a snowball and it was, sounded great. She was in the right environment. It was it <laughs> was it sounded fine.
0: Emily says it it looks radio-y. Um, I watched painfully yeah. while two of my podcasting friends traded their ATR 2100s for one Getty and then asked why their sound was awful. Now, for the record, I had a consulting call this week with a woman who has like uh, she was on the news kind of thing in her local area and she's doing a podcast and it was She's just awesome. I can't wait to work with her some more. She uses a Yeti. She goes, I know what you say. And I went and listened to her show. She goes, I use it properly. And it was it sounded great. But she goes, I got a pop filter. I'm right on that bad boy. And I'm like, exactly. If you use it right, it's uh, it's cool. So, uh, Jim, any other predictions on your list?
1: No, we we went through. Man. We, okay. we blew through those. Oh, you got uh, mine. What, what do you got?
0: Let me see what I got left. Uh, smaller shows will continue to Glenn the Geek It. So I, I have two things about advertising. I think we're going to see more of these advertising, quote, networks show up. And I also think we're going to see some of these advertising networks shut down because unless advertisers start coming into this space, that whole idea is not going to work. And I don't think it's going to work in some cases because the smaller shows are getting smart and they're going out. And they're now what I mean by Glenn, the geek, it is they go find somebody, a smaller company that really fits their niche and they go out and they work directly with those people, it's going to be interesting to see because that works, but it also takes more time. So I I think we might see one of those companies, the advertised cast, for lack of a better phrase, the Hivecast, I think it is, or Buzz, whatever it is, these different networks, I think one of those might have, if if anybody might be above cast, because they're going to some sort of big advertising Convention, for lack of a better phrase. So they're actually actively looking for advertisers. But I don't see a bunch of those working. And I also, when I go over there, there are people that really want Glenn the Geek money. And like they're asking for $60 CPM when you're lucky to get, you know, 20 to 30. So I, I think we're going to see some of those come and some of those go. I, I forget the name of it. And I, I was trying to find it this morning. There was a free media hosting company that just launched. And I just put whoever that was is going to die in 2017.
1: <laughs> um, I already said yeah, they'll make it. They'll make it through because they've got some cash. Yeah, right? we'll probably see another one that started a while back drop off. Yeah, of
0: I already. One. I already said I think there's going to be more noise than ever, and I that's why it's kind of hard to be found because there's just you know if if I did a real estate show right now, you know, because I'm flipping houses and things like that, it would be hard to be found in iTunes because there's so many. Flippers, blah, blah, blah. Um yeah.
1: you've you got to be doing something else. You can't you can't depend upon any search anymore for people to find you. I don't I just don't think they're looking that way anymore. Yeah. I think you've got to hustle all the other avenues. And then my I have two
0: ones. Uh people will shockingly, shockingly still name their show on fire. I think we're not done with that trend. Somebody again is gonna
1: do some lazy research. You know, do it. And there, do you really see that on the back end? Do you do you see shows popping up that are named yeah, on fire?
0: Yeah, it's 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 shockingly just like me and Steve Stewart uh, have a whole thing going on where we'll take screenshots of of uh, on fire artwork when we stumble across them. And Mike says, "Yes, I see it all the time." Yeah, it is. And then last one, I think John Lee Dumas is going to publish another book. And that one, I know I'm a hundred percent right on because I know John Lee Dumas is going to. Um, a publish another book. It's coming out uh, next year. So I was going to say that and, and make it look like I was, I was a swami, but I actually know that's happening because he's already approached me to like, would you blast it to your list kind of thing? Nice. Yeah. So.
1: Ad- Addie's got a good one. She says some successful podcasters will quit uh, or put their shows on hiatus podcasting because they're busy with the success like Alicia Tyler. Yeah, you know, sometimes you these successful people create these podcasts, and then I think there was an example of that from a couple of weeks ago, and then they get so busy that creates so much work for them that they can't go back and continue the podcasting. It's a great lead generator. I, yeah, I, it's a awesome.
0: John Dennis effect. I, I mean, the guy got these huge – he's still getting leads, and he's like, but he hasn't done a podcast uh, in forever. Hey, before, we, before I forget, uh, I'm going to go through the whole list just because it's the end of the year. I'll take a big deep breath. Uh, yeah, Star- Stargate Pioneer, uh, Glenn the Geek from, or wait, from uh, 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 we'll go betterpodcasting.com com. Um, Glenn the Geek, uh, who whose coffee mug came in very handy today when I was trying to do Facebook Live uh, it was just the right height to put my phone on. Um, uh, Nick Suberling, Jim Coulson from TheAverageGuy.tv tv, Alan Meisner, Barry Kessler from BarryKessler.com, com, Josh Rivers from CreativeStudio.academy, dot academy, Frank Brill, Dale Henninger. Mark W. King. We actually got, I think Mark joined this week. So, Mark, thank you so much. Uh, Creepy Kingdom, Cauldron's Crypt. Say that three times fast. Cale Nelson, the man, the myth, who gave me, and this comes in really handy, the Ham Radio 360 hat. Hey, I can do that. There we go.
1: That's a Uh, good-looking hat.
0: It is. And the thing I like about it is, number one, I have a huge noggin. I mean, my head is just, it's giant. and. Usually when I have a hat, it then is so hard to get on my head that it squeezes my glasses. So this is uh, – this is uh, oh, now that's looking good. Nice. Um, so thank you, Cale Nelson, Ham Radio 360. Um, Adam Waddell, I think, is another new person. Mike from ADHD Think Tank. Kim Slusher. Uh, Jeremy Dennis from jeremydennis.net. Uh, Rob Griffiths from bedtime.fm. Uh, Corey from Ivy Envy, who I believe has another Because of My Podcast story coming. Um, Jay Cleveland Payne, uh, Mike Moody, uh, Alan Palmer, Emily from why can I never remember her show? The StoryBehind.com, right? story behind dot right? Uh, I see I'll get that every week now. I'll be like uh, Gary from KiwiMata.co.nz, Jason Bryant from uh, Matt Talk Online, David Wilson, the Seahawkers podcast, Craig from Inglés podcast and Cody Saison. OK, thank you, guys. What a great year.
1: That list that's is getting list. long, and that's, that's Are we? Are we? That that's very warm.
0: hot after a while. Yeah,
1: I guess it gets, gets kind of warm that way. Yes, that's a good list. You've grown that.
0: I was surprised we had a couple people sign up this week because when you sign, well, here um, last last night I put up an, uh, two videos. One was last week's post show, and then I put a uh, video up on how if you have a CSV file, which you can export out of Blueberry or Libsyn, and how to kind of go in and see what your top episodes were. Which is interesting because number one. It's not fair to anything in December because anything you released in December, like the one I was like, wow, this hasn't had many downloads. I'm like, oh, it's been out five days. That's not going to work. But it's interesting to see the things that are like from April or August that – because you would think, well, everything from January and February would just crush it because it's had 11 more months to download. And it's not always the case. So those are the things that I went, hmm. And so – um. Do I have to change anything? Nope. I just got to remember it myself. I might, you might be seeing in my Patreon group that I might have people start filling out a form because people like, um, Frank Brill and Dale Henninger, they just have their Gmail listed. And like some people I can tell by their email, um, like Glenn, he has horse radio network.com in his email. And, um, Jim, did I say your name? You did. Okay. Uh, from theaverageguy. TV,
1: um, you didn't. Isn't this one gigantic commercial right here? It is. Yeah.
0: So um, that's true. I went fr- right from uh, Nick Suberling to Alan Misner. So yes, and Jim Cullison from the Average TV. No, you you mentioned me. No, did I? You, okay. Yeah. You um, so it's just and so now I,
1: twice. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I just wish there's a thing for shipping, which is interesting. But because I'm not selling yeah, anything, if you,
1: have an, if you have an item that you want to ship to them, you, and when you're setting up the you know the reward. What's it called? What do they call those things on Patreon? Uh, You're saying campaign?
0: Yeah, whatever.
1: Anyways, yes. I should know. You can specify, ask them for the address, and then you know they can put whatever they want. In the rewards. Address. They don't have to actually put the the address. So rewards. Yeah. So um, that's something you could you could always turn that on, flip it over, have people read. It's it's super hard to do. You shouldn't do it, but you could. There's some ways to get that address to work. I wish they would allow custom fields. That's a Something I wish Patreon would do when you're setting it up, let me specify the fields. Today it's just an address and I think that's about it. But let me say, I think Patreon Breakout Company of 2016. I think they're from a podcasting standpoint, they are getting it a hundred percent right. I can't, I can't think of too many things where Patreon's messed it up. It, It works. It's fair. It's the pricing is good. We can all support each other. It, I mean, it's just, it's pretty awesome. They're doing some great work.
0: Well, they that. did the thing with the RSS. Now you can you can consume content. I don't know how that works. If I put up a YouTube video, I would assume it shows it. I need to I need to see. I'm breaking my own rule. You always subscribe to your own podcast. I'm not subscribed to my Patreon feed.
1: I need to see. You can of, you do that? Does that create a singularity if you subscribe to your own Patreon feed?
0: Because uh, I am I a pa- can you even do that? Yeah, I mean, I am a patron somewhere. I went in and right. and yeah. I think on this did I not support myself? Because I say I did support myself. Okay, even though it makes you go blind. Um, (laughs) So, um, (laughs) yeah, it's audio only. Eileen says so. Oh yikes! I wasn't sure if it would give me a link to then go watch the YouTube thing, but um, yeah. Dave,
1: Uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question: Going into 2017, since we've we've covered the predictions, we we asked this question to each other a while back, but. As you're thinking of 2017, some things you'd like to see or some things you're going to do. So let's let's get to that point. What would you realistically like? What would you like to see or what are you going to do different?
0: Well, I'd love to see iTunes get their act together. Um, But I think what we're going to see and Emily said she's already seeing this. I think we're going to start seeing kind of a la podcasters roundtable, but not so much doing the show together. But I think you're going to start seeing like minded podcasters. So all the skiing podcasts and all the sled dog podcasts and all the cooking shows are going to start making like little baby networks. I mean, really, I mean, this is on the power of podcasting network, which is not really it's a network in the fact that there's one page where you can see all my shows, but I don't do a lot of cross promotion, which would be cool. I guess I should. Um, And and Chris Nessie, um, who also sent me a very cool T-shirt. Thank you, Chris, uh, is already doing this with education because I think because again uh, the the NPRs of the world are getting all the press i think we need to make our own press um there you go Edu, edupodcastnetwork.com. com. i think we're going to see more of that where because i i think the way people find out about shows i heard from a number of people this week i did the you know my favorite podcast is episode last week for the school of podcasting. And I got a, a fair number of emails from people saying, wow, I'm really glad you do this show, which was kind of cool. Cause that show, that show was a lot of work. It, it was really, a lot of work. but I had a lot of people say, thank you for doing that. I just started listening to the show, it, not my show, but another show. And it's really cool. Now, some people might say that's weird, Dave, because you just gave them something else to listen to. That's not your show. I look at that as I'm the guy that they're grateful for that gave them the new show. So, it's good
1: karma. You, yeah. you never lose in those situations. You yeah. never lose. It, uh, you, you lose when you start when you start uh, building an island around yourself. That's when you lose because right. people eventually realize that. And then they're kind of like, oh, this guy doesn't play well with others. And then they start leaving. Yeah. So
0: what, what do you want to uh, see happen in uh, 2017?
1: Um, I am, even despite my own uh, early, my own advice about Facebook Live, I am going to start using Facebook Live in our group. So I have a group, big group at Gallup of 7,500 people in that group. And we're going to do pre-show in Facebook Live. And so that's I'm, that's something I've, revol- you know, I'm going to, I got this, I, you know, I bought this. I've shown this a couple of times mm-hmm. for my phone. And I'm going to take it in in uh, 10 or 15 minutes before the show. I'm going to record a little one or two minute video and pop it into the group. It won't be available to everybody, just those that are in the group and say, hey, we're doing, you know, theme Thursdays up next. We'd like to see in the next, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. It's available. Put the link out there. Just a quick commercial to get folks out there. So I'm going to try that um, for all the shows that start in 2017 and see what kind of lift we get um, inside those groups. It helps. I have a big group, right? I have a, I have this big group to draw from.
0: My question about that, if you do a video into a group, can people not then share that on their own timeline? I
1: think they could, if they wanted to, I don't know. I'd have to check. I'd have to check. One of the things we just have such a big group. When I, when I had, uh, um, Gloria Petrucci here in Omaha and I was talking to her and I mentioned that I've got this big group. She says, that's like, that's like podcast malpractice that you're not doing Facebook live into that group. <laughs> she says, How powerful that could be. Yeah. And uh, so she convicted me of that. I didn't want to just, just pop in. I tried it a couple times um, during the, for, during the fall. I don't think I did it right. Um, I did it before my show, my tech show this last week and got a little good feedback on. So we're going to, we're going to keep trying. So that's, that's one thing I'm changing going into 2017.
0: Um, Is your group open, closed or private?
1: It is definitely closed. And it's still, you have to, yeah, you have to ask to be, and I'm surprised people still find it. It's, that's a lot of people for, (laughs) for that group, but we, we publicize it in a lot of different places.
0: Jason says, Daniel will try to get noodle baby to make podcast. It's first word, (laughs) not mommy, not daddy. You know, what his first word will be, you know, podcast 2100 podcast. or something like microphone. that. Microphone, microphone, probably be noodle, microphone, noodle, yeah. noodles. Because everybody good. be saying, Oh, look, it's noodle baby. The poor kid's noodle first baby, word is going to be noodle.
1: It. So it is.
0: I am so pumped. Yeah. I wish noodle baby would hurry up and get here. I'm, I'm, uh, I can only imagine how those two are because I'm like,
1: Let's go. Come on. So uh, I think, uh, you know, I have noticed with you guys and podcasters roundtable, you mentioned this earlier, but. That has really been this year has been really good for all of you, you, da- you, Daniel and Ray, as far as getting visibility. I've heard you say several times that you, people have found you because of that. Um, I love that, not just network idea, but this roundtable idea. And I know that's Ray's. I know that's Ray's deal. And he does a great job on it, by the way. That's one of my favorite ones to listen to. But I, there's a there's a great idea in there for a lot of people to come up with their own, like Chris. You know, Chris, so you got your own network. Are you doing a roundtable podcast out of that? And you that that format would be perfect for education. So, I'd love to see more podcasters do some of that roundtable concept, as well as you guys do.
0: Even if it was once a month, I think it would be. Yeah, you know, once a month is about you know it's almost like, why do it? But I would think if you can't do it on a regular, because we do it every other week, we do it twice a month, and. I think it would be interesting, and the key to that also is where this show is. Like today, we had a, a topic, and we usually go out and find you know questions and stuff ahead of time. We're not just turning on the microphone and just talking. There's usually a topic, and then Ray usually has bullet points of potential areas where we can go. Now, with that said, the last episode we were talking about branding, and we went all we got into this weird discussion of video podcasting and things like that. So it was interesting, but um, you know have have something. Kind of idea to uh, to say. Now, yeah, Alfred uh, Alfredo says uh, he heard about me because of Eileen Smith. That's cool, and uh,
1: that's why karma counts. Like yeah. you know, if you that's when you have good karma, and you're you're you know, I encouraged you a couple weeks ago to. I think you're best at helping people do well, things. I just think that's where you're good.
0: And, and based on that, one of the things I'm going to do in 2017 is I'm going to run more contests, and the the prize will be free consulting. Because the reason for that is I I want to I want a little more one-on-one kind of connection, and I just want to get a better idea of who my audience is and things like that. I'm I'm also looking into I've I've joined um, SpeakerMatch.com and another one I think is eSpeakers. So I'm gonna look to see if I can't wrap up my my speaking game a little bit. So far, it's um, boy if I was if I was a person that wanted to inspire high school kids. I could get speaking gigs, man. There are a lot of people looking for that, and I'm almost want to like come up. But it, for me, it has to be somewhat new media related if I'm going to have Lips and pick up the bill. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh,
1: uh, Dave, I think 2016 was a, a, an incredible speaking year for you. I mean, I, it was. You spoke more, I think, in 2016 than I've than you have since I've known you. Well, there were more conferences.
0: There was, yeah. um, you know, I, I was at Podfest. I was at. Um, uh, Podfest DC, I was at Mid-Atlantic, I spoke at Podcast Movement. So I hit all the biggies, you know, and then
1: that fits nicely into your lipson mission. So I mean yeah. I think it's one of those kinds of things you can kill two birds with one stone, so that fits well.
0: Here's the thing that I just realized in Podfest in February, I'm going to be working that event, which is kinda cool and kinda not cool, because if networking is going on in another room and I'm behind the booth. I can't, I got to stay behind the booth. And I'm like, oh, there are times when it's like.
1: Figure a way to bring that. It.
0: Everybody come over here. Talk, let's talk about a little podcasting over by the Lipson booth. You must talk here <laughs> for the podcast.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh-huh. a Good voice. That's you it. do that well. <laughs> that is. That's. Uh, I. I'm going to try. I think for 2017, I'm going to try to speak more at tech conferences because I want to take this tech aspect to you know how do you bring podcasting to the enterprise? How do you market and sell your content? And and how is it? I think I think podcasting should be led by technology out of the technology group because there's so much technology involved with it. And so I've set up. Um, I've submitted to a conference and then I'm hoping to submit to a couple more, you know, and kind of create kind of some standard content where I can just submit, 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 submit. So trying to find that sweet spot. And then, um, so for us, cause recruiting is important. I, if I can recruit at these tech conferences that, that fits in with my Gallup mission as well. So I, that's, that's something I'm working on.
0: I also, I forgot about the, this is just a prediction off the top of my head. I think you're going to see Alexa the the whole Amazon thing I think that's gonna I think I could see Amazon coming up with some something to tie in podcasting a little more maybe the problem is I think that and the integrated car are not gonna make a huge spike if they go if they happen I don't know I, I was really surprised I just did some research on the whole Amazon thing is like you can't buy, you can't find an Amazon dot right now they're just sold out
1: everywhere they're super popular yeah, yeah.
0: they sold like it was like forty nine million of those things. Over Christmas, they're,
1: they're great. I mean, they're great, and yeah. they're only going to get better. We did a head-to-head show two weeks ago. John Larson came on, and we did. He has a the, he has the Google Home, and I have the Amazon Echo. And nice, we, we went head-to-head with them, and it was really fun. So if you're if you're interested in what we're talking about, I actually the Google device does some things better, but there are certainly Amazon the, the Amazon devices ahead and a little in a few other areas. So it's going to be a big year for for home automation in that way.
0: Can you hear this? Yeah. Okay. Because we're, we're wrapping up the show. We have post show. But how was I doing this earlier? Uh... Oh. Oops. I see. I got to watch what I'm doing. Good year, everyone. And uh, we're here every Saturday at Ask the
1: Podcast Coach. Jim, thanks for another fun year. Yeah, it's been a good one. We we just keep doing these things. It's a ton ton of fun. Thanks for letting me hang out with you.
0: And um, we will be here next Saturday, every Saturday. You know what? I can't do this without music. I miss our music. I can't just end the show like that. Um, But uh, we will be here every Saturday. Anything um, exciting coming up on the next episode of... uh, the, yeah, uh, two
1: weeks. Laurie is coming on. Lori Patucci is uh, coming nice. on. So uh, I'm excited to have her. She's the nicest person on the planet. So excited to have her on Talking Tech.
0: One of the things that's interesting that came out, the the word came out a few times in my, my favorite podcast is episode, um, was the word genuine. You know, someone genuinely cares about me. Somebody genuinely. And boy, you can't get much more genuine. When you hear uh, Laurie, what you see and what you hear is what you get. Yeah. She's great. She's she's excited to
1: have her on. I can't believe it took me this long to ask her. (laughs) I was like, why have I not had one of the best tech podcasters out there on my tech show? But I did. I finally asked her, and she said, of course. And that's one of those things like if you just think, just do it. If they say no, the next one could be a yes. So just ask.
0: I'm glad you said that. Jim, you are like the king of segues today without trying. On the next episode of The School of Podcasting. We're going to talk about just, it's kind of, it's weird because sometimes I worry about doing shows for newbies because so many of my audience already has a podcast, but there's some really, I've, I've done a lot of research this week on like how to start stuff. It sounds weird because in the end you just got to do it, but there is some, that's kind of, I think that might be the title of it. Um, no, I actually, I think it's going to be, this is your wake up call. I think it's going to be the, the title of the episode for the school of podcasting. And it's just going to talk about. You know, all the ways that people get stuck on that. And I found some fantabulous quotes from really famous people that... I just went, ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, that's another one. And that's another one. So uh, that's coming up on uh, the School of Podcasting. If you want to join the School of Podcasting, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER, and that will save you on a single course or a uh, monthly or yearly membership. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week with another episode of Ask the Podcast Coach.